0: What's up, Buttercup? Justin Michael of DNVR Rams here, and I've got to tell you about Mike and Virginia Chevalier, who are not only die-hard Broncos fans and proud CSU alums, but they've supported DNVR for a long, long time as DNVR members. They are a husband and wife team with over 15 years of financial service experience, and luckily for you, they want to pass down some of that knowledge. Since your home is likely to be one of your largest assets, and your mortgage your largest debt, they believe it is vital to consider your full financial picture when purchasing a home. This includes considering your short-term and long-term planning goals, your investments, your, and your tax situation. Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation. Visit them at DNVrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. Call Mike directly at 970 970- 412 2472 or visit dnvrmortgage.com. That's 970 412 2472 or dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Guess who's back? back again. Shady's back. Tell your friends. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. Fuck yeah. I'm so stoked. Excuse my language. College football is back. The Mountain West is back. I am just, I am so relieved right now. I'm not even going to lie, guys. I I had completely given up hope. I had just accepted the fact that you want to know what we are we are not going to have a college football season in Fort Collins it's going to be miserable it's going to be depressing i was going to do what i could to keep everybody engaged you know i i wasn't just going to punt and give up you know i had to do what i could to keep everybody entertained create you know content all of that fun stuff but i just it was going to be such an uphill battle and i'm just so relieved i'm i'm so excited and and God there's just there's so much to go over obviously and this is going to be a fun podcast but I just I want everybody to take the next 24 to 48 hours and just really really savor the moment really take it all in take a deep breath smell that football in the air feel it and just just be happy man it's been a shitty year I promise I'm going to stop swearing I'm really I'm really uh fired up right now but just just take it all in enjoy the moment be excited look it's it's been a miserable year for basically the entire world it's been a really tough 6 months on top of that being a CSU fan with everybody every you know just everything that's going on all the different scandals negative headlines just a lot to deal with players transferring out that's always frustrating but right now it feels good you know you can be proud to be you can take it all of that other stuff still matters you know I'm not saying You know that lawsuit or any of the scandals. Like I'm not saying throw all of that out the window. All of that stuff still matters. We still need to, you know, be be cautious and and conscience, uh, or just you know, we still gotta be aware of everything that's going on. We don't want to be ignorant to the bad things. But I just with everything that's happened, I really think it's important to just take a day or two and celebrate the win. Just own it, breathe it in. After, after everything that everybody's been through, you just, you deserve it. You deserve this moment. Take it all in. Hell yeah. Obviously, a, a ton to go over. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, give everybody the information that we have as of right now. The Mountain West did come out with a press release. So I'm going to give everybody the important information there. Talk about just, you know, the key stuff in terms of all the teams as of right now. The, the conference does expect all 12 teams to compete when they'll be able to, you know, get back to action is all going to be dependent on, you know, local ordinances and stuff like that. So it's going to be kind of a, a unique situation, not necessarily every program is going to be in the same place. Uh, but I can say that Colorado State, they got back to practice. They began their, you know, preseason, uh, pre, you know, activity training camp, whatever you want to call it. They began that Friday morning. Shout out to you know all the equipment guys, the video people, everybody that had to basically on a on a moment's notice just completely change their schedule. I mean, you know they obviously this was in the in the back of everybody's mind. Everybody knew there was the possibility that the Mountain West could return, but with with the way that this all just happened so fast and announcing Thursday night, a lot of people you know on the spot basically had to scramble so that CSU football could. Go ahead and and have a practice Friday morning. And I just, you know, I want to be, I want to acknowledge all those people. You know, the unsung heroes, the type of people that are busting their butts behind the scene to make sure that we're able to have football practice and able to have a season. Shout out to all those people. I also just kind of want to shout out the conference as a whole. And, you know, he's not the most popular guy, but even Craig Thompson, you know. I think most people had accepted the fact that we weren't going to have football and instead of just you know, staying put, laying low, you know, being like, we already made our decision. It was in the best interest of the student athletes when the major conferences all decided, you know, we're going to play. They they reevaluated and they got, you know, they got it done in the crunch time. They were able to secure testing, partnering with Quest Diagnostics, Quest Diagnostics that's a mouthful, to uh, implement testing protocols across the board. It, it's going to provide the conference with an opportunity for rapid testing. Uh, it's not going to be daily testing but they're going to get tested three times a week coaches and players that's a major step forward for competition you know I I've said you know basically since day one testing and, and the, the ability to get immediate answers and and monitor all this stuff was going to be one of the biggest hurdles and partnering with quest Diagnostics that's a that's a big deal you know they're going to require all student athletes coaches trainers anybody that's on the field to get tested three times per week that's That's a pretty serious commitment. And, you know, for a mountain, for a non-power five team that isn't, or league, I should say, that isn't necessarily gonna have millions to just shell out on this stuff. This is really, really, really big. And I'm I'm stoked. I'm I'm happy that the Mountain West was able to get this done. Here is a quote from Craig Thompson in the press release. Uh, this is a great opportunity to get our student-athletes back on the field of competition in a cautious and regulated fashion. We appreciate the efforts of our board, directors of athletics, health and safety advisory committee, and conference staff that have put into developing the necessary parameters for our student-athletes to return to competition. The rapid testing element was critical for us to provide an effective solution for our athletes, coaches, officials, and event staff. As of right now, stadium capacities are going to be determined by the uh, various member institutions. Joe Parker did release an email on uh, Thursday evening, sent out to CSU season ticket holders, basically saying at this point in time, the the plan at Fort Collins is to not have any fans at the stadium. That is a bummer. It's, it's going to take a lot of the energy out of it. You know, so much of what makes college football great is the atmosphere. It's the fans, it's the students everything that goes into that. I hope they at the very minimum have the marching band. We'll we'll see though. Um, I, I did see some people on Twitter basically be like, you know, what the hell, you know, is there any science behind this? Why can't we have limited capacities? Uh, I get that. It's frustrating, especially with some schools, you know, being able to host some fans. The thing that I think ultimately probably was the biggest factor in in, you know, whether fans were allowed to come and ultimately why they're not is It's not necessarily that it's going to be dangerous for the fans. It's if you have fans, you have to employ a lot more, you know, operation staff on game day. You've got to have ushers. You've got to have people operating everything. Whereas if you don't have any, that's just going to cut down a lot of the costs on game day. You got to remember, you know, they're without a sold out stadium. They're, they're, they're going to lose so much money this year. Football is an expensive sport to play. Schools barely break even when they do have you know full stadiums and and merchandise and everything that like concessions you know all the stuff that goes with it you're missing all of that so it basically you know to pay for all of that and then not be able to recoup the costs it just it doesn't really make sense so i i do kind of get it from that perspective it sucks at the very minimum every single game needs to be televised you know this this can't be some lame you know route where you got to find some janky stream like these games need to be televised. If there's not going to be fans in the stands, at least get a quality production crew in there and make it so that, you know, the people at home can still enjoy it. Um, I'm thankful that for some of the smaller sports, for some of the less enticing games, the Mountain West has been streaming things on the themountainwest.com over the last couple of years. And that's certainly better than nothing. It, it's, you know, way better than nothing. But if if... None of the fans are going to be there. I just think it's going to be really important that the Mountain West at the very minimum secures, you know, a a quality TV broadcast for all these games because, you know, the people aren't going to be there to enjoy it. And that, that stinks. That's really the one thing that I'm, I'm still disappointed about. Um, I'm not sure, you know, what this season is going to look like from a media perspective. I, I would assume that they would let some media into the stadium on a limited capacity basis. I guess we'll have to see. I'll be I'll be pretty bummed if I don't get to go into the stadium. Um, I don't know though. You know, I just I don't know yet. I don't even know if CSU knows yet. At this point, you know, we don't know what the schedule is going to look like. So there there's still a lot of details to be figured out in in terms of what this is all going to look like. Uh, from what I've been told, we should expect a schedule within the next couple of days or so. You know, hopefully by Monday would be my guess. You know, probably take the weekend to try and figure all of this out. It's not necessarily going to be the easiest, you know, process in the world. You got to figure out what you're doing with Hawaii. Are they only going to play uh, seven games versus eight? What about Air Force? That would make the most sense to me. You know, if only if two of the teams were playing one less game than everybody else, uh, from a from a conference perspective, it would be Hawaii and Air Force. I would assume just because Hawaii the travel and Air Force already has the two games against the Service Academy on the slate. But I'm excited. I'm just I'm I'm stoked that there's there's gonna be a border war. That's you know one of the things that that I immediately thought of. I don't think that was necessarily what the Mountain West really cared about, but that rivalry is really, really cool. It's my favorite game of the season. Shocker to some people I know. I just I think the the whole history be behind Colorado State and Wyoming, you know, the longest continuous rivalry west of the Mississippi. That's so cool. I wish that the younger generations would embrace it a little bit more all the history behind the bronze boot, the fact that the Wyoming fans just want it so bad. I I love Wyoming fans. And and I know CSU fans are, you're going to go, what? You love Wyoming fans? And what I mean by that is I just love the passion that they bring. I love how committed that they are. Obviously, I get my fair share of Wyoming trolls in my mentions just all the time. That video that I posted after uh, the 2018 RMS, I believe, of the Wyoming players you know, chanting, it it sucks to be a CSU Ram. That's one of my most engaged tweets ever, just because Wyoming fans constantly share it. Every couple of months, it seems to recirculate because Wyoming fans, oh, it sucks to be a CSU Ram. You know, I just, I love the rivalry. I love all of that. I love the energy. And I love that we're not going to lose the streak. You know, they've played every single year for 80 plus years. That's so significant. And it's just, it's so cool that they're, they're not going to miss out on it, you know? Cool, cool, cool. I uh, I'm gonna move on just because I'm gonna talk about this so much over the next week. I'm gonna get some various guests on different perspectives from around the conference. Just try and see, you know, where everybody's at. Kelly Lyle, the Coloradoan, posted a a really informative article that kind of just gave a breakdown of where the various programs are at. You know, when they were able to practice last, what they have to deal with in terms of uh, local ordinances and and all that type of stuff. Definitely recommend that you check that out if you if you missed it. But be- before I move on and talk about basketball, I just one last time just want to tell everybody to just savor the moment, to just take the wins when they come. Because if, if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that life can be difficult for days, weeks, months on end. And it's just important to enjoy the wins. And, and today is definitely a win. And I'm going to enjoy every freaking second of it. Word. I'm going to move on now, and I'm going to talk a little bit of hoops. But before I do, a word from the Partners DraftKings Sportsbook. Week two of football is in the books, and now is the time to review the tape and get ready for week three. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 3, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the app now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you can cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you MMA fans the same great offer to use this weekend for UFC 253. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during Week 3, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's win $100 on a $1 bet when you use the promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's talk a little bit of hoops. And it was a good day Thursday. For Colorado State men's basketball, they were able to pick up their second 2021 commit. This time, Jalen Lake, a shooting guard out of Texas. The Rams making their presence known in Texas, uh, in particular, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Always helps You know when you've already started to establish some of those connections. But I think it's really significant, the the presence that CSU has been able to establish out there the last couple of years, specifically Ali uh, farouk Manash. He's just a tremendous, tremendous recruiter. He's such a genuine dude. I think it's it's really not surprising to anybody that meets him. And and the same can definitely be said about Jr. Blunt and and Dave Thorson and, and everybody on this staff. Joe D. You know, it's just a it's a good staff of dudes. Everybody obviously is pretty uh pretty happy with Nico Medved as well. I guess I should probably acknowledge the head coach since I acknowledge literally everybody else on the staff. JP, shout out to the strength coach. Um, but it was just a, it was a, you know, big time poll. He's a a top 50 shooting guard in the country, had 18 other offers. Some of them small, but some of them legit, you know, could have gone to Florida Atlantic, Grand Canyon, North Texas, where Ross Hodge, former CSU assistant at one of the best recruiters in the game. Really good dude. Will be a head coach someday. Uh, Oklahoma State offered him, you know, that's Tulsa. VCU, UTEP, Texas Southern, Texas State. He had a lot of options, both locally and around the country. And he's opting to follow Isaiah Stevens, opting to come out to CSU. Uh, 247 already had an interview with him. I have not been able to talk to him at this point. I've reached out, have not talked to him at this point yet, though. Hoping to get him on the podcast. Uh, basically, you know everything I've seen out of him, though, he's an explosive scorer. Seems to be a high character kid based on, you know, everything that people are saying about him online. The the scouting report is that he, you know, has a really high ceiling. I think honestly, this is going to be, you know, quite the pull. The the Rams have really brought in some ballers over these last couple of years. Really, really excited to see Isaiah Rivera in action this year. A couple other guys, even, you know, Tanje and Deshaun Thomas and some of these guys. I'm just really excited to see him in year two. Obviously, Stevens and Roddy but good things happening good things happening with CSU they're they're landing talented players but the, the thing that's really crucial with this staff is they're able to identify guys that are going to buy into their system that are going to be high character high team oriented type players and that's not easy it's really not you know we've seen over the years there've been there've been some guys that were a bucket you know that played for CSU but they weren't necessarily The best teammates. They didn't necessarily buy into the vision of the program. You know, they were out to there just trying to score, trying to do their own thing. And you can't win like that, at least not consistently. There'll be maybe moments, years where you're able to have successful runs, just where talent alone carries you. But if you really want to build a consistent winning program, it's all about finding the right type of guys. And CSU just continues to do that. And I gotta give props to the staff because, you know, I think. Some of the recruiting stuff with you Stacy maybe gets blown out of proportion you know they did what worked for them but it was just clear they he never really had the desire to hit the road and you know work really hard and try and build the thing from the ground up. He kind of just coasted on reputation alone and there's only there's, you know your ceilings only so high when you operate like that and that's why it's just been so encouraging to see the uh, the approach the consistency, and, and just seeing the staff really put CSU in a position where they should be pretty competitive for the foreseeable future. There's a ton of talent on the roster right now, and it's, it's only getting better. So, you know, aside from really, really creepy dancing gifts, uh, this, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out the gifts that Ali and Nico both posted after. Uh, they they got the commitment. Other than those gifts that I'm never going to be able to unsee, this program is just it's doing the right things, and I think there's just so many reasons to to feel that the the sky is blue in Fort Collins. You know, to be excited again, to believe that this is a program worth supporting, and I'm I'm pretty stoked. You know, I'm excited to see college basketball. We're basically about two months from the start. At this point, don't really know officially. Who or when the Rams are going to open the season. They were supposed to play in the MGM Classic in Vegas. I, I don't know if that's going to happen, if it'll get pushed back. Potentially, you know, it will still happen this year. We'll have to see. As of right now, the Mountain West does intend to play non-conference games. But I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for football to be back. I'm excited for the direction of CSU men's hoops. I know that things didn't end that the way that people were hoping. And, and obviously that. That loss to Wyoming in the Mountain West tournament is going to sting until they're able to go out on the court and avenge themselves for it. But there's there's just there's so much going right right now with CSU men's hoops and so many reasons to be stoked about what's going on. So we'll uh, we'll be back with more content over the next couple of days. Really stoked to catch some college football this weekend. Taking some SEC action. Obviously, really really excited to watch Colin Hill make his first start with South Carolina. I'm gonna talk about that more. I'm gonna go over on a on a podcast before Saturday, I'm gonna talk about just like the five games I'm basically most excited for. Talk about why, give some gambling implications, all that fun stuff. But right now, man, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the day. I'm just gonna be stoked about the fact that the Mountain West is returning, that we're gonna have college football. Hell yeah.